I just know I need to get my hair permed. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And welcome to part two of our Super Bowl post-game show, I guess? Yes, that is it. You sound a little sleepy over there. It looks like the time change is not in your favor. Yes, uh, it is uh, 11.30 in the p.m., and uh, I don't normally stay up this late recording podcast, but by God, <laughs> we got stuff to talk about, and I, I'm not going to miss out on this. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a cushy 8.30 over here on the West Coast, so I'm not sacrificing as much as you are, but uh, we, we definitely got some things to talk about here. Yeah, the slate must go on, uh, despite <laughs> what uh, people say. But um, yes, the, the Super Bowl 50 is now over. We have seen what it has to offer us, both commercials and trailer-wise, and I guess sports-wise in the middle of here and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh, over overall, what was your how was your experience? You know, was it good? Uh, before we get into the little nitty gritty, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I had a good time. It, it was very very chill. Um, Indiana has a uh, uh, what's called blue laws where you can't buy liquor on Sundays, and I did not plan ahead. Um, oh no! So I was drinking some liquor I'd stored at my uh, my friend's place several months ago that they didn't <laughs> drink. So it is okay, but I mean, I guess. Uh, in hindsight, more booze and less junk food uh, for me. What, yeah. what, what about you? How, how do you celebrate there in California where the actual game was being held? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of crazy seeing a halftime show in daylight. I'm so used to seeing like seeing it in the dark with crazy light shows. Uh, but since they had the, that West Coast sun, sunshine during the halftime show, I felt like it was more... Uh, I could. I was more awake, uh, but the same thing kind of happens. I realized with all Super Bowls, where it's like all the hype is in like the uh, the first hour before the game, like in the pregame show, when you know your company starts arriving and you start dishing on all the food you've been making, and then you cruise through the first two quarters. Uh, you know, uh, tweet, live tweeting about the commercials, trying to make funny jokes about things you've seen. Um, and then after the halftime show, like I forgot just how quickly the entertainment value of the Super Bowl just drops off when you just don't really care too much about uh, football or any of the teams. Because I was like, once that halftime was over, you know, like most of the good trailers and commercials are gone, you know, and the Broncos are already kind of uh, in the lead basically the entire game. So I was just like, okay. I think I'm done with the Super Bowl. I just needed something else to do now. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think I think what happened to me was, um, as someone said it best, like you know, this is uh, a very important episode of football, and uh, this is the season finale. <laughs> uh, um, and it's really funny because it ties into my other point is like I actually predicted some things as jokes, and they mm-hmm. came true. Okay, well, what were your, what were your joke predictions? So Coldplay is our halftime performance, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. They're going to play, you know, their, their their hit songs, Yellow and Clocks. Uh, and I, Just joking, because I know they have a new album and they're more poppy mm. now. But they opened the game with Yellow. And mm. then I'm like, okay, it's over. And then they start playing the piano intro to Clocks before, mm. like, some big tribute. I'm like, oh, oh, whoops. I, I didn't mean to call those guys. Like, <laughs> sorry, my bad. And then um, another thing is I was joking about Missy Elliott because she was in it last year. 
And then she oh, ended yeah, up being in the, like, the first commercial after the <laughs> halftime show. And lastly, back to the TV thing, I'm like, oh, it's the, the, the season finale. It'll probably end on a cliffhanger. And the whole will Peyton Manning you know, retire or won't he retire? And he's just like, I don't know yet. And I'm like, I just need to, I just need to go drink a bunch of Budweiser. He dropped a brand name. I want to know how much money Peyton Manning gets for telling people live at a game after he wins the Super Bowl that the first thing he wants to do is kiss his, is hug his wife, kiss his children and drink Budweiser. I mean, I could only imagine the marketing team over there. We're, We're losing it. He probably puts another one of his kids, another kid through college, every time he drops the word Budweiser <laughs> on TV. And uh, it reminded me of the commercial that had, um, uh, I don't remember, oh, it was uh, Anthony Hopkins at TurboTax.com. He's <laughs> yeah. like, no, I'm not, I'm not advertising. I'm not selling out. But he was selling out. Yeah, so. that was pretty funny. So I mean, was, overall, overall, commercial-wise, because we're specifically going to talk about trailers here, uh, but overall, commercial-wise, nothing... I feel like there was a couple standouts, but I mean, the commercials just kind of go in in one eyeball and out the other, and I just kind of forgot them all. So I guess yeah. that's good. So I don't have any like uh, eye worms that are stuck in there driving me crazy. Yeah, I, I it's very lackluster. I feel. Um, I I think the 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 little wiener dogs and hot dog costumes is about yeah, the, that was good. something I remember. That was good. But nothing, nothing creative, and and I guess that comes down to the fact creative doesn't sell products. But the Super Bowl, I guess, you want to try to make memories. So I don't know. Either way, yeah. the, uh, we're here to talk trailers and maybe a little bit of news, if I could. Yeah, uh, let's get this uh, news out of the way because surprisingly, we already have two little things we can talk about within like twenty four hours of recording the podcast yesterday. Yes. So first off, I kind of want to touch on um, our YouTube video has an error on a video um, clip. Instead of showing, uh, I believe it was an X-Men standee, I put in Guardians of the Galaxy on accent. The links are in the notes properly. Check those out. Sorry about that. No big deal. We're uh, moving on. Yeah, I, I think they'll forgive you. Yes, yes. Uh, but thanks to Jim for pointing that out, though. I'm glad you guys are watching those. Uh, that, that makes Ever vigilant, Jim. Yes. Ever vigilant, Jim. What will we do without Jim? <laughs> yes, exactly. So news. First off, Deadpool. We saw him at the trailer. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, he was there handing out chimichangas. It was pretty awesome. Did anyone Re- get a photo of that? I was scouring, looking for a photo of him leaning out of a food truck, but I haven't seen anything yet. I did not um, I did not see anything live, actually. I expect him to pop up in like a commentator's thing. Yeah, well, if you see if you see anything pop up, throw it in our video, and of course, you'll send me a text message. But yeah, I was looking for that. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I will definitely figure that out. Maybe they'll probably put some up tomorrow once the heat dies down. Yeah. Um, but reviews are out for the movie that comes out this week. Be wary on the internet. Yeah, I mean, it looks like uh, someone let an embargo slip from what I hear. And I do my best to avoid reviews. We've talked about this before. But I've seen, like, titles of links posted through the internet, you know, and I'm kind of getting an idea of what people are thinking about the movie. And I'm just like, you know, don't, I don't want to know yet, but I mean, good news, bad news. It's I'm, I'm hearing good things about the movie. So I guess that's good. Yeah. I mean, you can, I, I, I guess I'm a little different. I can tune those things out. What people say, mm-hmm. because again, I, I refer back to Phantom Menace hype. Um, mm-hmm. People were like, oh, this is awesome. But then like in retrospect, it's not. So I think we're going to go into level heads. I'm excited to see Deadpool regardless. Got my 7 p.m. IMAX tickets. But another one today. I actually have three tickets now instead of, Ooh, instead of just two. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, pretty stoked for that. 
Uh, also, they have added a second after the credit scene that will come out in theaters that they cut out of early screenings. Oh, nice. Awesome. So, I will definitely be there till the last credits roll. So they added that in um, after you know previews and reviews. So anything you've read will not have that scene on it just yet. So mm-hmm. uh, knock on wood that we get to see that. And I just kind of touched on our spoiler cast should be next week. I think uh, we've talked about this. Uh, we're going to record it next weekend. And yeah, and, and this one actually might come out a little sooner. Usually we do the show on Sunday, but as we all know, uh, guys, if you haven't gotten anything for your ladies for Valentine's Day, that is uh, that is on Sunday next week. Or Amazon this week, Prime, that, de- those depending gifts, right? on when you're listening. So we, were go- we are going to do our significant others a favor and not record on Sunday, and we'll do it a day early. So, hey, you might get two weeks in a row of Superhero Slate a uh, day early in your uh, stream. Uh, and definitely two shows uh, both weekends in a row is what oh, it sounds yeah. like because regular show and spoiler cast so excited for that i cannot wait to talk it over with you um we'll talk about the trailer here in a little bit mm-hmm. uh, lastly a new uh marketing uh piece for daredevil came out and it's was it for the chinese new year this piece was released and yeah. it's it's got some like tech, uh daredevil standing up and some you know dialogue in the background but at the end of it you hear like a cocking of a gun and the punisher john Bernthal says bang yeah. So uh, that's the first time we've actually heard him. I think I don't. I don't know. I can't remember if he was in the other trailer or not. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. It's just kind of kind of more of the same with these uh, Netflix advertisements. We get just little glimpses, and we're not really going to get anything close to a trailer until it's close to coming out. So it, it seems you, you just gotta wait. <laughs> it seems Daredevil's taking an Instagram advertising approach to things. Um, mm-hmm. Not really pushing anything on. Um, you know, ads on the internet just yet. No, there's no TV spots just yet. There might be one uh, on agent or agents of shield before it airs. But I mean, if you want to see daredevil advertising, that's going to be on the internet up until it releases. I feel word of mouth. I, I guess that would be it as well. Mm-hmm. So those are two bits of news. Let's jump into what people came here for our trailers and commercials, our rundown, were we right? Were we wrong? You probably already know guys. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about it. Mike, let's get this kicked off. Yeah. So I, th- I think talking about tra- the trailers in general, they definitely caught me off guard just because I just – I totally forgot that we weren't going to get full trailers. Like, And I, I, it's stupid for me not to even think about it. Like there's no way like anyone can afford a two, like two minutes at the Super Bowl for their movie. So it was basically just like 30 to 40 seconds. So it's not even really new trailers. It's just like little spots. So they were really catching off guard. There was no grandiose presentation of them. So like I was just like, you know, eating some nachos and I look up and I go like holy shit that's Civil War right there it's right in front of me and then like the first thing I do once it's over and I'm texting everybody yeah I think I think uh, I was getting more live updates with you than the people who were in the room with me on these trailers <laughs> uh, which was pretty funny uh, the first trailer I caught I was actually in another room in the kitchen making stuff and I saw this through a doorway is Gods of Egypt um, oh yeah this uh this is this uh, possible stinkers coming out soon. We got another trailer. Yeah, it was already confirmed. We knew it was coming, and we saw it, and it didn't. Like this is one of those movies that's going to be too CGI heavy for me to even care about it. Yeah, but the the funny thing that I've noticed with the trailers, at least, is they're they're uh, trying to pivot on their feet, and each consecutive trailer of Gods of Egypt has gotten better. So I feel like if they would have aired the last trailer, the one we just saw at the TV spot first. 
it, like I might have been more interested. But I mean, this is like a giant CG movie coming out in February. We all know what that kind of means, especially for something this scale. So, uh, yeah, I and, think that one we can just kind of roll on over. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think, honestly, this is a, a trailer meant for uh, maybe women uh, who want to go see Gerard Butler and the guy who plays Jamie in Game of Thrones. And <laughs> maybe, maybe watch them a little bit um, in, in a big, I guess, sci-fi epic of sorts, I guess. We'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about another big surprise. This is our featured image. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Oh, this was fun. When the, when I saw this uh, trailer pop up, I stepped up. I stepped off the couch. And I said, "Everybody, shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> then I was watching it, and then, bam! I first I see the the standy robot for Krang. I don't know if that if that robot has a name specifically, but then I was just like, "Krang!" And then he pops up in that little uh, glass thing, and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> yeah. So they're definitely playing off more Beastie Boys. Um, and you know, we got that going and they're in the, the truck, their, their little pizza van or turtle van or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And, um, then out of nowhere, I see like a mechanical head and I'm like, that kind of looks like a halfway, like a Krang mechanical suit. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, it was a big ass Krang metal suit with the squishy eye up against the glass. Yeah. And, and I think, and I think this kind of, kind of wins the trailers, I almost think just because this was the only trailer tonight that had a reveal in it. All of these other trailers had interesting parts, and we'll definitely talk about one in the Civil War trailer. But this was the only one that had a reveal, which I thought was really, really cool. And it definitely got me hyped, and I saw a lot of people tweeting about it. I, I think I think this is a good TV spot. I wish this had been new footage off of a maybe a, like they need ex- an extended trailer for all these and we'll talk about that when it comes up to civil war um mm-hmm. but like gods of egypt's a 30 second spot teenage mutant ninja Turtles 30 seconds but i need a two minute cut of this <laughs> because i think i want to see more about these crane bots and how they kind of get there because i feel this is kind of throwing a lot at us for a sequel um mm-hmm. in the first one the villain was just shredder uh now we have uh shredder uh, shredder is returning casey jones crane Bebop, Rocksteady, uh, I mean, uh, Baxter Stockman, uh, who becomes, you know, the human fly dude. Uh, mm-hmm. They're just kind of throwing everything at this movie. And I hope it's not one of those throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. But um, I I think the, the the reveal, like you said, of Krang is definitely exciting. Like, that is mm-hmm. the highlight of this, this TV spot. Yeah, and I think if we uh, move through these chronologically... I don't exactly remember the order, but I do remember 10 Cloverfield Lane popping up at least in the first half of the game. Yes, 10 and- Cloverfield Lane was was one of the early ones because um, I remember sitting down and I'm like, oh, I want to see this. And the people with me were like, but we, I, I haven't seen the first one. What's what's it about? I'm like, oh, <laughs> let, let, never mind then, but I'm still going to go see this movie. Yeah, um, you're like, you don't have time to educate everybody. But this was a, a surprise trailer. It wasn't, it, it never was confirmed on our list. We didn't have it as a prediction and we didn't even think it was not going to show up. I just had no clue. Uh, we didn't really get, we, we got kind of a new cut of this spot. We didn't really, we, what I'm trying to say is there was new footage in there, but it was still all in that stranger's house or something in that well, in that bunker so I, it was all just kind of the same look see i'm actually gonna go i, I think this was very different because we see that her crashing a car and outside more than anything and i think in the yeah. first we, we saw no outside and this one actually has maybe pre-bunker and then a little bit post-bunker mm-hmm. um or maybe a dream of some sort i don't know but i think 
I mean, if anything, this kind of solidifies it as a movie I want to see. And I think I'm going to go enjoy it uh, here in just, you know, less than less than a month or or exactly a month. I think it's on the 11th of March. No no, uh, monster reveals yet, but this one does look like it's going to be pretty fun. Yeah, totally excited. I I love a good John Goodman movie. Um, (laughs) I'm going to jump back up to to, to the Jungle Book. I want to talk about the Jungle Book because the TV spot we got had that crazy, like it had the aspect ratio black bars on the Uh. TV, but the characters were doing stuff where they came out in front of those black bars. And you, you, we've, you talked about this, like those gifts that, you know, have the white bars that give 3d effect to it. Yeah, exactly. And this was essentially this TV spot. Yeah, it was, it was, it was clever. That's for sure. I was just like, Oh, this is kind of cool. They're kind of taking this fad to give this kind of 3d look and it kind of worked. And also the jungle book was the only movie that kind of came to the trailers right where they're like okay this is a look go to this website to see the full trailer so this was really the only full trailer we got all night yeah so there is a full cut like i think none of those scenes look like they came from the actual trailer if you go to the trailer it's i think two and a half minutes you get to hear bill murray as as baloo mm-hmm. and ben yeah. kingsley as uh bagheera talk a lot and i really enjoyed that the i guess is it the bare necessities and is that the only there's a song a musical mix of a song that you hear in the Mm -hmm. background throughout and it was really interesting kind of shows a little more to the cartoon story that i didn't think they'd actually be able to pull off Mm -hmm. Uh, but at the same time it's a little over like the talking animals don't feel a little right it's a yeah it's a really weird vibe and I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna work or not. Um, it's just like everything seems so hyper realistic, but then you have these kind of caricature voices, like Bill Murray coming out of a very hyper realistic bear, and then kind of later in, in the like second part of the trailer, they're doing kind of goofy bear jokes. And I, I'm not saying that this is, this can't be entertaining as a whole, but it just it felt weird. I'm just like. What am I watching? Yeah, it's kind of like there's a weird uncanny valley issue with the animal, uh-huh. the CG animals, because they they look really good, but then they're like, "Oh, I'm a person too." And yeah, it's like it's like I'm watching that Brendan Fraser, um, uh, 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 Tarzan movie, uh, right. or George of the Jungle movie, George but of the instead. Jungle. Instead of the like the comical animals being like kind of puppets, it's all super high budget Disney CG. So uh, I don't know. I kind of put this on my uh, uh, stinker list last year, but it ended up being pushed. So I mean, John Favreau. I mean, he did Iron Man, so I can trust him there. <laughs> they like but to I remind you of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I don't know about this. I don't know about this one yet. It looks like it might be fun. Yeah, I think I think this could be either way at this point. I don't know. Um, it, it, yeah, whatever. Jungle Book. I'm probably will be having to go see it, but I'm not uh, something I have to go see. If I miss it, oh well. Mm-hmm. Um, let's. I want to talk about my favorite trailer, Civil War. All right. Yeah. Let's just. I was. I was kind of uh, pushing this off, seeing if we can save it until like the the meat of the podcast. And I th- I think we're there. I think I think I'm ready for Civil War because this. I wanted a full trailer. I wanted a, a, a 60 second spot, but we got a 30 second spot. That's fine. No mm-hmm. extended cut because the imagery in this trailer blew my socks off. Yeah. I mean, it was, there were some cool things in here. Uh, I think uh, to talk about uh, Bucky coming out of, looks like a storage unit or something. Um, mm-hmm. The cat walks on him. Caught me. I mean, that's, 
when I first heard uh, uh, Stand United, I'm like, okay, this is this is gonna be, you know, Captain America. And then I saw that, and I'm like, okay, great. But then Iron Man puts on like a watch that turns his hand into an Iron Man glove. Mm-hmm. And then or, he grabs Bucky's pistol to like grab the bullet, and his reaction on his face is almost what sold it to me uh, more than the cool glove. Yeah, so like Bucky's gonna shoot him, <laughs> like he's gonna kill him. Yeah, and he was able to think fast enough to get that glove on his hand. I think that glove comes from Iron Man three when he had a hand make that one temporarily. So mm-hmm. like that that's cool that he's like evolving as he goes. But I mean. Yeah, like, his reaction, there's a lot of Bucky and Captain America and Iron Man shots. He says, you chose the wrong side. But I think the the last bit sells this because you see both sides fully fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to see, you know, um, Ant-Man sitting next to Hawkeye and um, I forget who's on, Ca- Captain America, Scarlet Witch, and Falcon all on mm-hmm. one side. And then I think I think there might have been someone else uh, on the opposite side. You finally get to see Vision. I think that was a pretty big reveal that, that we, mm-hmm. you don't feel until you see it with um, Black Widow, Iron Man, War Machine, and and Black Panther. Uh, yeah, and I, I I think one thing that kind of stood out to this in this trailer that actually that nothing really stood out very grand like in a lot of these trailers you see cities getting destroyed giant ships just world city scale things and everything in this trailer was just very personal very uh uh very this person that person like we didn't like even in the winter soldier even though it did kind of just take place around like the dc area we didn't see any helicarriers crashing in this uh in the civil war trailer so everything feels really grounded so i still kind of have that feeling where we haven't gotten that big blockbuster summer trailer yet um but i'm still having fun with the with the imagery in it but like i I, my my craving is still not satisfied yet you know yeah and i totally agree i think this is these are more intimate trailers for civil war to show like these Mm -hmm. are the characters you care about and they're fighting like why are they fighting why are mom and dad fighting in the house we need to figure this out (laughs) And, and i think that that's what civil war hits at for me and i think in the next couple weeks we're gonna get that full trailer that expands on this Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's really what, like you both, you and I are both craving for. So knock on wood, we get that. I want to touch on it's competitor. It's co- one of the competitors this year, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice real mm-hmm. quick, had two really, really weird TV spots very, very late in the game. Yeah. And I actually, speaking of these, how weird they were is I didn't even really know what was going on because I, I think I was refueling my snacks in the kitchen and I hear, um, oh, now, uh, now you can visit a Gotham city. And I was like, wait a minute, this sounds like an airline commercial. And then I kind of peer over and, um, and then it is an airline commercial. Yeah. I see like Lex Luthor and I'm just like, what airline wants to align themselves with Lex Luthor? Like the, one of the worst villains in the DC universe. And then I was just like, this is bizarre. <laughs> so they come across as like PR pieces for both Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor. Uh, uh-huh. It's like, it's like they're pushing the, the, the flight. Uh, like they're, I guess they're locales for this flight company. And like, Oh, Bruce Wayne says, this is why you should go to Gotham. And then uh, Lex Luthor's like, this is why you should come to uh, whatever his city is. Metropolis. Central, <laughs> Metropolis. Sorry, I was, I was thinking Central City and Star City, and then yeah. before I could get Metropolis, getting caught up in that CW universe. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of DC places that aren't real. Um, but yeah, they're not really trailers. They're just really TV spots. So watch them on our notes if you want. But I don't think they qualify. 
I'm going to yeah, mark those out as like, we did not get a Batman v Superman uh, trailer. Yeah. Oh, but before we roll off the, uh, the Marvel Studios train, we did get kind of a cool hulk ant-man coca-cola commercial oh, yes. that i thought I, I thought it was almost as in, almost as entertaining as anything else i saw tonight i did I, I i agree with that i think that was something i was really entertained by because we've seen the coca-cola um personalized cans i guess not personalized but like marvelized cans that they were releasing uh-huh. and um ant-man and the hulk was it was a really interesting team up i think mm-hmm. i think that was really funny and uh um I'm I'm glad they used them. I, I think I think that was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean it was actually kind of a a big deal. I mean you got to see Ant Man pal around with the Hulk, and honestly we're probably not going to see that until the Infinity Wars because we know Hulk's not going to be in Civil War, and who knows the next time Ant Man's going to crop up. It's probably not going to be until one of the Infinity War parts. So I was well, like, he's got well, his own movie. Kind of, yeah, I mean, like this is this is kind of cool. We get to see Ant Man and the Hulk in a Coca Cola commercial. That means like someone rendered out the Hulk and did animation for this. And I was like, that's really really cool. So uh, good on Coca Cola for that. Yeah, I think if you watch, you'll see it's a lot of reused stuff from Age mm-hmm. of Ultron. But uh, it doesn't matter. Nonetheless, it feels awesome and fresh. And mm-hmm. uh, drink Coke. That's, that's <laughs> what I should say. Um, but yeah, no, that was, that was awesome. But the other versus movie coming out this year is X-Men Apocalypse. We talked about this mm-hmm. in our first thing. They gave us a TV spot. We predicted it. We got it. Um, mm-hmm. I think this was your prediction, wasn't it? Isn't this the one you said that we were yeah, going to get? Yeah, I just figured we were getting we were getting so much promotional uh, material coming out, uh, you know, leading up to the Super Bowl. I'm like, we got to be getting it. And I was kind of unsure because this showed up after the halftime. And usually, you know, those spots are usually uh, not as exciting. So I was like, whoa, X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, so uh, Fox uh, brought at least two movies. Um, so X-Men Apocalypse being one. I have to say I'm I'm fifty fifty on the on the TV spot. Yeah, uh, it was it was a little underwhelming. I, I hate to say it. I know it's it's got some great, great you know mutant powers, especially Psylocke cutting through a car with her uh, yeah psionic yeah, blade. That, yeah, that was really the only big takeaway though. We just basically got some glamour shots of Jennifer Lawrence in and out of makeup, you know, because we got to sell the movie with Jennifer Lawrence. No one else is going to possibly see an X-Men movie. Uh, but yeah, the the Psylocke thing was basically the only takeaway, but we got basically half of that in a officially released photo, like a a few days beforehand, you know? Yeah. So it brings me to my next point. Um, this is the third movie in the new X-Men trilogy, I guess. And Mm -hmm. is, it feels too much like X-Men, uh, the last stand because Mm -hmm. bridges are being, um, torn up, uh, the weather is being affected, things are disappearing, buildings are being more, like, disintegrated. Yeah. More it, uh, more city destruction. <laughs> yeah, so it feels a lot like the what the Dark Phoenix and Magneto were doing in The Last Stand, more so than something different like Apocalypse. So I'm very, mm-hmm. very worried that they, they're, they've got that going for them. But at the same time, some of Days of Future Past trailers did that too, and it turned out okay. So I can yeah. go either way on 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 how X Men's gonna be, but yeah. it doesn't give me my pure vote of confidence. Yeah, we we still need that a second trailer. And as I said before, when that first trailer came out, I went back and I did the research on Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past doesn't really get an entertaining kind of exciting trailer until like trailer three. So we we might have a couple more months, you know, until we get something really that we can sink our teeth into with X Men Apocalypse. So and so we're, we we're gonna have to wait. Yes, on the flip side, they gave us a Deadpool TV spot, which was hilarious. 
Yeah, it was funny, man. So first off, um, he talks about wanting to be a big sports star so he could have kids in every country or every <laughs> state, and that yeah. was good. And he looked like he was lining up some guy's head to kick. Uh, so I think we're gonna uh-huh. gonna be a, it's gonna be a brutal movie. And then he threw his sword through the front of a, of a motorcycle's wheels and mm-hmm. like in midair. So I really want to see his fighting abilities that he learned as a mercenary come into play in the, in this movie. Yeah, so, I mean, I haven't really been keeping up with TV spots that may or may not have come out, so I don't know what footage was new. But I really did like the the little clip where he's kind of pressed up against some sort of piece of rubble that's like flying through the air. That looked very comical, and I didn't even know the context, but I thought it was pretty funny. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this movie, and plus with these little inklings of little reviews trickling out, I'm definitely looking forward to Thursday. Yes, totally, totally stoked. Uh probably gonna see this one twice i hate to i hate to say it early but um i've got three movies i need to see this month and i will probably see that one twice before i even get to the other two so mm-hmm. really really stoked on, on deadpool uh whoop whoop so the third fox trailer they gave us was independence day resurgence mm-hmm. and i i that it actually lost me more than the first one had me yeah, there's uh, there's basically nothing in it. <laughs> so I think that the point is the first Independence Day is very much known for blowing up the White House. And mm-hmm. that was about it. This one goes full on fucking like, you know, asteroid striking the earth kind of cataclysm like uh, San Andreas mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, whatever those other apocal- deep impact movies are. Because like whole cities are being melted by these aliens returning. Yeah, but I mean, I can tell you just how uh, just not special it felt because I'm trying to remember what city destruction went with which movie. Like, oh, what what did it look like in Apocalypse, and what did it look like in um, in Independence Day? It, it, it didn't really get it. The only the only kind of unique thing we got was a uh, Jeff Goldblum saying like, "What goes up must come down." That was kind of the only kind of I guess yeah. takeaway from it. So yeah, I think I think it's just those two movies suffer from a lot of gratuitous destruction. Uh-huh. that will have no real impact on anybody because it's a movie we know it's CG. Yeah, and so, also Independence Day kind of built its success off of shit getting blown up. So I'm not really docking Independence Day, but I didn't exactly see anything that was just like, oh my God. Yeah, nothing huge there. Uh, the last trailer I want to talk about, the last one here, is my big win for the night. You called it. Jason Bourne is the name mm-hmm. of the movie. And we got a trailer... And goddamn, that was so kick-ass to see him back in action. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really cool. I mean, it's I, it's like I really need to go back and rewatch the the trilogy that I have, just because those are just such good uh, spy movies. And it, like, I remember when I actually got around to watching them for the first time because I didn't catch them when they're in theaters. But like, when I had this box set, when I got it from my uh, uh, my girlfriend, my now wife at that time. Um, like we just sat down and we watched them all over like two days and we were just engrossed in the story. And I was like, Oh man, it's like the first time I've seen a trilogy that I've been invested in in a really long time. So, you know, you said, uh, green grass is coming back for this one, right? Yeah. Paul Greengrass, Yes. Yeah. And it looks like I, d- I don't see Jeremy Renner anywhere in this TV spot. So I don't have to worry about that fourth one, that weird fourth one that I haven't seen. So I'm excited. Yeah. So he comes back and it looks like, and there's a couple like fight scene esque scenes, going on um and one of them they say you know we need the world's perfect weapon and then he just one punches this guy straight to the ground (laughs) yeah with no effort (laughs) have you ever seen the movie snatch no okay the movie snatch uh is really great and then brad pitt is a 
like a street boxer like that, and he does the same thing, and it's just as awesome in there as it is in here. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that was really cool to see. Jason Bourne on my list this year, bumping some other stuff down, and that's just shooting right up the list really quickly uh-huh. with his first reveal. Glad we got it. Um, other other than that, there are things that you know we didn't really get, and I'm not disappointed. Uh, I don't think there's mm-hmm. anything that we predicted or were kind of promised that we we were supposed to get that I, I care for. Is there any that you want to point out? I mean, I mean, not not specifically. I mean, uh, like I I gotta remember for next year that these are just strictly TV spots that we're getting. So like the the people that are cutting these trailers, at people at the studio, they're like, okay, we gotta pick like one moment that we want to sell. And basically, all of these trailers had like one takeaway moment. You know. Uh, you know, in X-Men Apocalypse, uh, we had, like, a Psylocke chopping through that car. Uh, in Independence Day Resurgent, it was, uh, like, the city getting destroyed. In Civil War, we had the the awesome glove. Actually, there might have been a couple more little moments in the Civil War. So I think overall the Civil War trailer kind of was the best one, but uh, the, the Turtles had the best reveal. So that's kind of, I guess how I'd pick the two that I like the most. Yeah, I would I would say t- Civil War's mine and simply because again I'm going to come back to intimacy on this one. Like we know these characters. Mm-hmm. They've had you know 15 movies to to build our relationships with these characters and this means a lot especially to see them face each other and and do the, the glove, the fucking glove. Yeah. Uh, and then J- uh, Jason Bourne uh, being another one seen uh, a return to a movie franchise I really enjoy and and really like, but yeah. overall I think I think it's it's another win year for people who like movies. Yeah. One thing real quick, I don't know if you caught this because this was like in the fourth quarter when the game was already winding down. There was some sort of, I think it was an insurance commercial and at the very end, Deadpool was in the commercial saving a cat from a tree. (laughs) And I was, that was hilarious because I wasn't even paying attention to the commercial. And then my wife is over there on the couch laughing. I'm just like, what's going on? She's like, oh, Deadpool's in a tree saving a cat. And I was just like, what? I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. He just kind of popped up and... Uh, I, I know exactly because people are throwing a ball back and forth off screen and then someone else catches it and drops what they're doing. So he, he was saving the cat and he drops the cat and catches the ball. And, <laughs> and it, is, it is pretty entertaining. I think they, they had him say a word, but it wasn't Ryan Reynolds. I think they just used a, a kind of a disembodied voice for it. But yeah, I know uh, exactly what you're talking about. Or that, um, it's kind of funny because even though Deadpool wasn't in that, that one commercial with all the clones of Ryan Reynolds, I was like, is this a Deadpool commercial? It's like, no, it's just Ryan Reynolds. He's making his career come back on the back of the awesome superhero known as Deadpool. So yeah, I mean, that that's, cool. that's, that's a, that's a, that's a really funny thing to, to think of that, you know, Deadpool, like a movie he produced because he wanted to do the character right. Uh, and he, that's what's bringing him back into the forefront of people's not minds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all, all I have to say is I'm glad I'm not uh, like a 14 year old kid because I wouldn't be able to go see this movie without an adult. So I, what's I feel what's, bad for anybody out there that can't get into the movie, but I'm not compromising on your joy. I want my rated R movie. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's right. But here's the thing, which I I mean, movie the movie system rain to me coming from a film background. I study this a lot. I I think is is seriously broken because. You either can be 13 or 18. There's a five-year gap where a lot goes on. And, like, if you can get your license, I feel you should be able to see this kind of stuff. (laughs) And and in England, they have the 15-plus rating system. Mm -hmm. So, like, their rated rated R's are 15-plus. So, um, R-rated R's should be something else. I don't know. It's, It's a story for a different day. But I think, I mean, if any parents out there listen, I think 15 and older would be okay for this movie. But that's just me. 
yeah, either way, it was a it was a it was a decent night. I wasn't disappointed. Uh, I mean, the Civil War trailer just kind of made it for me for the night. If we didn't get that, I think I'd have a little bit of a different tone right now. But I'll be looking forward to uh, to checking out to see what comes out this week, and we can talk about it next week. Yeah, definitely. I hope something full comes with De- uh, Deadpool's release uh, this week. Mm-hmm. So so we'll we'll keep you guys informed on next week's superhero slate. Um, but if they want to, you know, follow your your or read your tweets that you made during the game, uh, where can they do that at? <laughs> if you want to see me make bad jokes about live TV, you can follow me at Mike Design on Twitter and Instagram. And as always, you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. There'll be some new ones coming out this week. Chris, where can they follow you? Well, I if don't you really wanna... have any, usually I have something attached to that to kind of sell them, but <laughs> I can't think of anything. It's late. Where can you're, they follow you? <laughs> you're horrible. You think it's late for you? It's it's the next day for me. We're in different days now. Um, oh no. <laughs> the uh, if you want to see the new Civil War Twitter emoji, you can go to my Twitter at Valdan. And uh, go to Comic UI, uh, where I'm also going to post these trailers for people to watch. You can read them in our notes, but I'm going to have more trailers and a little more commentary on Comic UI. And check us out on Facebook and the website. So there you go for me. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap this bad boy up. Do as it. Always, you can vi- as always, you can visit us at SuperHeroSlate.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube, email. I think I said that already. It's getting late. Either way, <laughs> either way, head on over to SuperHeroSlate.com. That's the best way to find out where everything is, especially our show notes. We got lots of links to a lot of trailers, so if you don't want to hunt those down, just head on over to our website, and you can just click on those bad boys. You know, if you're a fan of the show, head on over to iTunes, leave us, leave us a review, and if you're a super fan of the show, feel free to click any of those share buttons out there and uh, share the show with a buddy. Yeah, that's definitely. all I got, man. That's awesome. And uh, again, uh, if I make a mistake on YouTube, tell me and I'll fix it or something. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, thanks a lot, guys. We appreciate you listening yeah. and making earlier show one of our biggest shows yet. So yeah, yeah, woo! All right, man. I'll see everybody after Deadpool. Yep, we'll see you next week. Bye. All right, bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe!